Hello, and welcome back to QSAC to the future. It's 2021. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> we sound so sad to be. <laughs> I think it's not, it's not bad. I think it's just, you know, like we're recovering <laughs> from everything. It's like 2020 was... Like a night of drinking because you were sad, and then 2021 Ooh. is like the hangover, but you're still drinking and sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not not everything sad, you know. It's only it's not even two weeks into the new year, so yeah. And well, for already, us, for you guys, yeah, you don't know for, when the fuck this is coming. Up, so <laughs> it might be after Valentine's Day. It might be right after. We don't know what's going on. Yeah, we're recording a lot of this out of order. Um, it's a whole new season, whole new process, but still the same hosts. Hello, guys. My name is John. And I'm Grace, and we did that backwards. Should we do this again? I love how this none of this is going to get edited out. You're no, absolutely. Because like, I'm a lazy <laughs> editor. Dude, the most... I was, okay, so I was very proud of myself for recording the finale. I was like, look at me, cutting out all the fucking empty sounds. I was actually tightening. I was adjusting levels accordingly. I was like, this is the most intensive editing I've ever done. And it was like an hour. And I was like, and I was so proud. I was like, I did my shit early. Now I just got to post and submit it. And I'm done for the season. It's a wrap for season one. And then the day of the upload, I was like, the fucking file's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the most work and the most oh, proud I was of any editing job I've ever done. And I was like, and I remember texting you. It was like. You were like, so happy. You were so proud. Yeah. And, and then, then you were just like, I fucked that up. That day, I was like, I fucked up. It's gone. <laughs> I got to do it again. Uh. <laughs> and I already told everyone. I was like, episode drops today, y'all. So I was just like, well, I got to edit today. I didn't see what time, bitches. <laughs> yeah, I was like, good luck. It's, it's a Christmas surprise. <laughs> and then I was just like, well. I'd feel bad if, like, I know there's a version of this episode where I put in work, and then the version that everyone hears isn't good <laughs> because I got lazy. So I was like, I'll do that work again. So I did, and then it turned out great. And I was like, if I had to do an episode, uh, put in that much work for an episode and listen to an episode, I'm glad it was that one because at least that was fun to listen to. <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. So, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's my excuse being like I worked really hard twice for the last episode so this episode is going to be extra lazy <laughs> you sack to the future <laughs> hello and welcome back to QSAC to the future we're your hosts I'm Grace my name is John and we are discussing our love for John Cusack, one movie at a time. Yes, one movie at a time. And sometimes we love a movie so much that we talk about that movie repeatedly for two months straight. Because it's here, we're finally going to be talking about High Fidelity, the movie. Yes, uh, and listeners. And it's, you know, we just, we wanted to do something that made us feel good. <laughs> yeah, because last year was a crapshoot. <laughs> It's 2021, and we're still like, 
just just collectively breathing at this point. <laughs> yeah, and my main thing is just. I, I also I'm like I've we've established that I'm very lazy, so sometimes I just be like, all right, how am I going to find this movie of the week? And then I'd have to watch it. Uh, but now, if it's just a movie that I'm very familiar with, I'm just like, I know this movie. We could talk about this forever. And there's so much to talk about for this movie. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah, we're we're pretty much going to be talking about it forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just the High Fidelity <laughs> podcast now. <laughs> you know, I'm okay with that. I'm fine. Um, I mean, that was the whole reason we started this thing anyways. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to talk about Say Anything. That's done. High fidelity. <laughs> this is happening. And let's be real. Uh, season two of Keysack to the Future is going to be whatever the fuck, like whatever the fuck we want it to be now. Um, we're we're stepping back from like the restraints of like, it has to be Keysack. It has to be a certain format. Now it's just like, we gave you a season of structure. Now it's chaos. Enjoy. <laughs> Because I don't know if you guys have seen or what, uh, where you're listening to this, but I designed a new, uh, new artwork for the season, <laughs> and it has nothing to do with Cusack movies. Um, I remember texting it to Grace, and I was so thrilled. I was just like, in my head, I was just like, awesome. This is season two. I feel like listeners know us enough or we've revealed enough about ourselves that they should understand these jokes and if anything it's inside jokes it's just for me and grace enjoy uh and then i was just she's like uh movies that have nothing to do with cusack for 500 please <laughs> and i was just like yeah i imagine anyone like accidentally finding this on like itunes or spotify or whatever just being like what the hell is this <laughs> it's boba fett and the crow <laughs> yeah they have nothing. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. I mean, that's pretty much how it's going to go, right? Like, we just pretty much, it is the year to do whatever the fuck we want at this point. Because 2020 was like, eh, 2021 is, you know, just part one of whatever. So. <laughs> yeah, 2020 is like trying to have control over something, like trying to control something that you can't. It's like trying to tell the, yelling at the ocean, be like, do this now. <laughs> <laughs> 2021 it's when you're just like you know what ocean's gonna do what ocean wants to do i'm just gonna try and chill <laughs> just make it past and here we are <laughs> we're gonna talk about high fidelity for two and a half months have fun with that y'all <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> so if you're not a high fidelity fan uh probably check back around april <laughs> no, keep listening you will become a high fidelity fan Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We that's, will, we that's will the, find ways yeah. to get you back into this fandom. Yeah. Okay. That, that's a way better pitch than. Like, <laughs> yeah, we want them listen. to listen to the podcast. John. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to lose all eight of our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Yeah, you guys are awesome. <laughs> but uh, for those of you wondering how we're going to talk about high fidelity for two months straight, <laughs> let us tell you, audience. Um, it's w in our brains. It's not going to be full hour, hour and a half episodes. We might do mini episodes. 
Um, we say that now, but yeah, we'll see because we say that now, but this might be like the longest episode (laughs) ever. (laughs) Um, so we'll see. And also the whole thing about uh, high fidelity is like top five lists, top five X's and all that stuff. So we're going to stretch it out and milk it as much as we can and just get really in depth with it. And just like one X, one episode, and we'll sprinkle in some stories along the journey. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, and again, we'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. This, this is a, a fun riot or like a traumatic crime. <laughs> <laughs> this this might just be uh, an hour long th- uh, therapeutic. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Shouting match. <laughs> <laughs> Revealing past pains. Uh, but before we get to that, um, last time we spoke. Uh, to the audience, uh, to, to each other, to the audience. Uh, was it before? It was before Christmas, before definitely Christmas, before yeah. Christmas. So, how was your how was your season break? You know, it was good. Good. It was good, but it was also weird. Just you know, no sense of fucking time. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a sense of time before, but like it was a lot worse now because it was just like, oh, I, I, eh? <laughs> <When am> I... <laughs> I feel like something should be happening now, and then it was usually the time that we would try to record or whatever. Yeah, that was really I mean, weird to me. I, like, I'd yeah. wake up and it, it's that feeling of like going into class and you're like, I didn't do the homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of that because we yeah. we kind of wrapped up season one pretty early in December, which was kind of nice, mm-hmm. but also like nerve wracking because I was like, okay, we're going on a month hiatus or longer, yeah. or you know, just to just to kind of settle, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, no, I mean, it was fine. How was your holiday? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's stuff like that. Like, it's, it's, you know, like, we've had a weekly check-in mm-hmm. for months, and then all of a sudden, we just stopped talking to each other, and I was like, Clay, what's coming? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> what's going on? Are you okay? I was just like, silence. <laughs> it's bad. I mean, we did talk to each other, but not as intensive yeah. as we usually do. But it was, yeah. <laughs> you know. It was. I mean, it was. It was good. It was a good break. It was, you know, a very low key holiday mm-hmm. and and New Year's. Um, once New Year's hit, though, like on January first, like I've been sleeping a lot more. Yeah, same. Yeah. Like napping is such a big part of my day to day. Yeah, I didn't really like. I nap a lot now, and like, I'll be out avoiding like reports that I'm supposed to be doing I'll be out like watching Demon Slayer with like well I'll be watching Demon Slayer Russell will just be in the background playing with the cats but <laughs> um, and then like 3 o'clock will hit and then I'll just like I kind of just stay off, stare off into space and then I'll be like I'm going to bed and just yeah. kind of walk away <laughs> she goes oh okay bye yeah. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> it's time for sleep. Oh, you're watching Demon Slayer? How far are you? Um, halfway through the season. Nice. Yeah, so it's it's cuz that was kind of like the hot I'm I know I'm late to it. Everyone jumped on it last year, but like I found it on Hulu. Like I forgot we had Hulu and I was like, "Oh yeah, anime." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I was watching Demon Slayer. Um I'm watching the dub version, which I'm just like, man, this was that's okay. That's how I watched. Yeah, that's how I watched it. 
Yeah. I'm just, dub versions always just sound like they're screaming to me all the time, though. So I'm just like, uh, I don't have the energy to sit here and read. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that right now. <laughs> Make me take naps faster. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. I've just kind of been chilling. Um, and then I gear up for the next two weeks to to start working again. So Yeah. Yeah. At a lower capacity, but still. Still work. Yeah. Are you going to try and like ease off on the naps in pre- pre- uh, preparation for uh, the work? Or are you like, I'm going to nap as much as I can now? Um, well, I only, I'm only going to be working one day a week. So hopefully I can stay awake because nap time is kind of the time that I, <laughs> that I have to be online. <laughs> you know? Wait, what time do you nap? Like three? Yeah. And so. Yeah. That's yeah. like prime nap time for me. <laughs> Like three so thirty. I, I have to make sure that I am awake during that time once a week, so I'm okay. Yeah, but. <laughs> just once a week. It, it shouldn't interfere with napping. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <Good> nap time. <laughs> I don't know. Naps are coming in clutch, dude. Even though I know I should be like doing other things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, has it been affecting your like nighttime ske- like sleep schedule? Lately. Well, before in the beginning of the year, no. Yeah. Like, I would take a nap and then still sleep at a regular time. But I think now it's slightly messing up my schedule. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just, I'm just reverting to how I used to sleep before. Because I'd always kind of sleep at 3 a.m. Or, or so. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just, like, my body is reverting back to, like, how I used to sleep when I was working in December. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was just getting ready for that in the next couple of weeks. Be like, hey, remember your old schedule? Yeah, I do that again. <laughs> That's what we're going to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Naps are like such a big part of my year now. And it's just. <laughs> we say that as if the year's been going on for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, it hasn't. And I spent most of the year napping. So I don't know what I'm going <laughs> I've been asleep for most of it. So I don't know. <laughs> True. But you know, when shit's getting bad, you're just like, oh, I'll sleep it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it just becomes a regular thing. And like, snaps are good. So. Yeah. Um, What happened with my break? Very uneventful for me. Um, Not, Well, I mean, like, uneventful is good. Now. Good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good, I guess. Um, I, I, I did start rewatching, like, Cowboy Bebop on Hulu. Yes. And like I watched it as a kid, so I didn't really. Even as a kid, I knew it was like this really cool anime. Yeah. But I didn't expect, like, I didn't understand like how cool it was and like how good it is, and like how tragic all the stories are. Yeah. So I'm like taking it all in now. Um, after Mandalorian ended, um, so I, I've been watching like Mandalorian with like my mom, and she's yeah. she wasn't a Star Wars fan. Um, and I don't know, I guess she just never got into it before. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she's been so into like Mandalorian. She was just like, let's watch the star Wars movies. And I was like, yes. All right, let's go. So I was very excited. And then we started watching like the original trilogy. And then we, we did the sequel. We saw solo rogue one. And then we did the sequels. And then now we're on like, um, the, the prequels. Oh, yeah. How's she liking that one? Prequels, like we we she keep kept falling asleep during episode one, <laughs> so it was like I appropriate mean, response. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna struggle through this. Yeah. 
Um, so now we're like day three of like episode two. Okay. Um, but it's funny because she she's like really all into Star Wars now. It's like a bit like she's very interested. Um, and then one morning, I was getting breakfast ready, and I was I was just like, "What are you watching?" And she she told me she's like, "Oh, my coworker told me about this show. It's it's this Korean show." So I shared my fandom with her, and then she shared her fandom with me that I didn't know that she had. And it was like a K drama. <laughs> I was just sitting there watching it with her, and it was like, mind you, she's already like ten episodes in, and then she was just like, "All right," and I was just like, "So what's going on?" And she's like, "That guy and uh, that person, uh, they've been reincarnated throughout history, but she's a mermaid." <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, "You had me at mermaid. Let's go." Oh, I uh, and, it. and it's very cute. Uh, it's very. It's pretty fucking funny. Um, but we, it's on Hulu. I think it's like tale of the blue sea or something. Oh it's like God, 20, 30 episodes. Okay. But, uh, yeah, now we're just watching. And then this is funny, like tor- towards the end of it, like it became our, like, so for during the break, um, it'd be like star Wars at night and then we'd wake up. And then during the morning while like we're having breakfast, we'd watch like K drama, <laughs> like the, the mermaid show. Oh, I love it. Um, and then one morning I woke up and I was like, wait, what is this? what's going on? And she was like, you woke up late. So I started without you. <laughs> I felt so betrayed. And I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> so she goes to work and I was like, I don't have to work today. And I could put off my naps until later. So I finished like eight hours of like mermaid show. And I come and she comes home and she, I was just like, I was all smug. I was like, I finished the mermaid show. And then she was like, I did too. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I was like, what? I was like, you're at work. And she was like, I know, but I didn't do anything. Betrayal. Yeah, so we're both liars. <laughs> like mother, like son. Yeah, that's where I get it from. So that's hilarious. K-dramas are a thing now. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but... I'm I think to see what K dramas I can get you guys to watch, but I I mostly watch like Japanese ones. So yeah, we like um, my girlfriend when she came over, she was like talking to my mom because my mom was like, "We watched the Mermaid show," and then my <laughs> my girlfriend Mimi, she was just like, "Oh, you should watch the show uh, Alice in Borderlands." I think Mm-mm. yeah, yeah. yeah so she, again, my mom started that without me. Um, but yeah, it's it's a new thing where. Uh, Asian dramas, I feel like, because and there's a lot of them on Netflix and Hulu. So I feel like I'm I'm good for a while between that and all the anime that I'm trying to get caught up on. Yeah, I feel like there's there's just a lot lot to be like a lot of stuff that that isn't American that has been held from us because (laughs) because everyone's like, oh, you don't read subtitles, and we're like, bitch, yeah, we do. Uh, I love reading. <laughs> Give me my subtitles, man. But Bye. like, see, and that's the thing. Like, I definitely like. If you would have told me, and it's it's crazy. It's like I just realized that like we're coming up on like our one year anniversary of when we be- began lockdown. <laughs> yeah. So, so happy birthday, lockdown! Yay. <laughs> Almost. Yay. So if you would have told me that like a year, I would have had like nothing to do for a year except like stay at home and like consume media. I would have thought that I would have like 
watched more things than I have. I would have read everything on my bookshelf that I haven't read, watched all the shows and movies. Yeah, because it's like the dream. Like, that's all we want to do is just read and watch and, like, yeah. you know, do all that stuff. And then, and then, and then here we are. And, like, <laughs> I, I haven't, <laughs> like, getting me to watch uh, a Cusack movie, which I want to watch, it's just like, it's, I think it's just overwhelming because you're like, I have so many options. I could watch anything. Yeah. So I'm going to watch nothing <laughs> instead. And then, like, I've just been watching a lot of, like, Anthony Bourdain shows. Um, I've been watching a lot of, like, travel vlogs, and it just makes me more sad that we can't travel, you know, so. Well, it's like that nostalgia of places you've never been to, right? Like, I've been doing a lot of travel vlogs, too. And, mm -hmm. I, you know, like, I have a ton of books that I was like, oh, and, and quarantining, you know, like, other than the the three days a week I had to work, I was like, I'm going to read, I'm going to write, I'm going to do all these things. This is like the dream of like solitude, right? Like all you want is a nice quiet place. And then when you're given it, you're like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> right? This isn't what I order. It's like the monkey paw thing, you know, where like you get a wish and then you get it. And then you're like, dude, monkey yeah, paw's going to fuck it up. made that wish. Fuck you. But yeah. No, because it was like that. Because I definitely started looking at Bourdain stuff and food stuff for sure. Mm -hmm. Like that's what all I was watching was consuming like food blogs, yeah, and, and Bourdain and like what is that Food Network? Swear to God, it's just on in the background, and all I can fucking hear is like dump. What is it called? The DDD show? I always say dumpsters, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> Dumpster diving. <laughs> Ships are diving in diners. It's diners, drive-ins, and... That's not... I was going to say dash, but... It, <laughs> fucking Flavortown, yeah. Dr yeah drive-in, diners, drive-ins... What the fuck is yeah, the third see, what D? What the fuck is it called, right? It's, that's why I'm like, it's just dumpster food. But it's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's whatever. But it's like, the more that I watch him, the more that he has to, like... He just seems so fed up that he has to keep going to these same places over and over again. But like, yeah. dude, this is your show. Of course, you're going to go this to the is... same goddamn burger place in different cities. It's like the um, the man versus food guy. Towards the end, you 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 could see it in his eyes. Where he's like, "I'm killing myself." Oh yeah, no, you know? he stopped. Yeah, I was like, everyone's like, he should have stopped and turned veg like vegan. And I'm like, good job, Adam. Yeah, good. Please <laughs> prolong your life because you. I think he's eating meat again. Like I, I, I think he showed up in like a YouTube video I saw, and I was like, like oh, yeah. I think food again. He might just be like the whatever, whatever they call him, the weekday vegans. You know, mm -hmm. all the meat, but no, he was unhealthy towards the end. That's for fucking sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I for my career, bring on the twelve pound burger. Oh god, some of that shit hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I mean. That's what I've been doing. Like I've been. It's kind of just things that you you want normalcy. And to me, like, m watching people make food was normal. Watching, um, you know, Anthony Bourdain. That was, yeah. like, I, I was really getting to all the stuff that he was on when it was on the streaming. When it was mm -hmm. on streaming. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to watch Anthony Bourdain. Even on YouTube blogs, it's just, like, watching people, like, get ready for their trip and then, like, get on the plane. I'm just like, oh. I'm like so captivated by it. It's because like it's not a thing that we could have anymore right now, yeah. or at least. So it's just like, oh, dangerous. 
<laughs> not that, but I was just like, you know, I used I to watch that. travel vlogs all the time before, but now I'm just like, let me watch the same one over and over and over again. Yeah. Because it's something, it, again, it's something that was, you live vicariously and like now you live vicariously through everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did but, you just, like, we were talking earlier how, <laughs> like, a lot of people expected 2021 to be, like, drastically different from 2020. <laughs> it, it's not. Yeah, um, let's, and the, just, let's just pretend that everything was able to reset, like, the clocks do. But. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, and then we came to the conclusion how, like, everything, like, it's everything happening now is pretty much like the same beats that happened last year. Mm-hmm. Like at the beginning of the year, or the beginning of quarantine, or it's like all that, like, I'm going to start, I'm going to do new hobby. You know, it's because like, it's the new year. I'm going to get into new hobbies. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Everyone did creative. hobbies. We all got bored. Yeah. <laughs> we did all the goddamn new hobbies last year. But yet here we are again, 2021. It's a new year. Um, and I, I think it's just like, that's our seasons. Now we don't have, we don't, our seasons aren't based on like outside weather anymore. Now it's like, <laughs> what's my mood? I'm creative. It's winter. <laughs> <laughs> well, know? the other way, the other day I went to the beach and I was like, st- I started picking up driftwood and wood, like firewood that didn't look too burnt. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to do macrame this year. And so like, that's my, that's eventually going to be my new hobby. When I like find all the yarn that I've stashed away when mm-hmm. I was a knitter. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, I'm going to do macrame. But then also I started getting into this thing called junk journaling, mm-hmm. which I, I've i only seen like British people do it. I'm all like, <laughs> the fuck is this? But basically it's like you just put all your ephemera, like those little pieces of paper into junk journaling and then just kind of write a memory about it. So it's like a little bit of a scrapbook, but messier. Mm-hmm. And at one point when I I was a scrapbooker, especially because i went i traveled to china and we took um for photography it was a photography class we went to china and one of the women in there was a scrapbooker so she was like hey if you guys want to make really cool like photo albums and then we all got obsessed with scrapbooking for some for a summer Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like i'm all this is kind of what it feels like it's like it's definitely waves like right now i want to get into these two things Last time it was, what was it? Like it was plants and avocado dye. Yeah. And then before that, it was like, oh, Among Us and YouTube and, and, and Twitchers. Like it was yeah. just, you know, and I'm still, I'm still like in love with those things as well. But like, you know, every three months, something has to reset because I'm going crazy. Yeah. It, has, it just has to be different <laughs> from what I've been doing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But you have gotten into a new hobby. <laughs> I have, and it leads perfectly into today's episode. It but does. I start I started collecting records. Yes. Um, for my birthday when I went to San Diego, my trip that confused Grace beyond hell. <laughs> I was uh, so I was like, <laughs> how the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um for those of you who haven't I don't even know what episode that was where we talked about it. No, no, but I, I I went to San Diego with my girlfriend and then I started posting pictures of like very San Diego things. And then Grace just started commenting and messaging me. She's like, how the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what the question is there. Well, and I was just like posting pictures of like um, Hodads, the convention center. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> she was just like I was angry because I was like I don't understand how you're doing this in San Francisco and then yeah. I was like oh wait you're in San Diego and then I just went we're in a pandemic John <laughs> yeah, I was like pandemic be damn. I was like why didn't you bring me along ah <laughs> <laughs> uh. But again, you know, everyone was safe, quarantine, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But it was just, I was like, I was very confused because I was like, how the fuck did Hodads come to San Francisco? Yeah. You're like, that's one bitch of a door touch drive. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I went to San Diego for my birthday. And then while I was there, um, one of my cousins gave me a record, a Childish Gambino record. And I didn't have a record player at the time. He's just like, but he just got into collecting records. And that, that little, that fucker knew (laughs) that once he gave me a record, he was going to get me to buy a record player or get me started in the hobby. Oh, fucker knew. And then now here we are. Um, I, I, within what, how many months, however months it's been since August, I've bought like a bunch of records. Uh, I didn't, I didn't put like, I didn't pull a Risa Donato when it came to Funko Pops where I got her to buy a Funko Pop and then now she has 47 Funko Pops. <laughs> um, I took it a little bit easier. <laughs> she, no, it, it's not like, oh, she bought 47 slowly. She yeah. literally bought them in a span of what? Like two, three days. We love you. Yeah. Risa. Two, three days. Hi, Risa. We love you. <laughs> yeah. You're the right, best. Yes. Buy more Funko Pops. Please. Show them all to us. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, that's a good. It's a good thing to kind of get into. Funko it's Pops a, or collecting or records, all of the above. Yes, all but, of them. No, I, and mean, I, I made sure I was like, take your time, go slow, don't rice it. <laughs> but it's also like it depends on what kind of collector you want to be. Like with me, like I'm very much. <laughs> Uh, Broadway musicals so that is my my collecting jam and then you know I'll, I'll collect my favorites along the way but like I I want the old Broadway musical castings and mm-hmm. that was kind of my thing right mm-hmm. and so and and then just nostalgia stake like getting what my parents had and and you know the good the good musics and all that stuff. Not today's <laughs> yeah. musics, because yeah. today's music's not so good. But, not that noise you know, your kids like... listen to. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, yes. I think, I, <laughs> but yes, it's noise. <laughs> but like, I don't, I because we record in such a weird order, and I don't know what we have and haven't talked about yet. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned it chron- like chronologically or in this timeline yet, but I've had a like I've had a weird or like different relationship when it comes to music. It's like, like music wasn't a big part of my life growing up. Like I'd, I'd be aware of music, like um, every day after school, like my, me and my cousins would get to the house, and then like one of my cousins would always be playing like TRL or something. So I was aware of music, but like same thing goes with. Um, like comic book issues like comic book collectors they're usually really good about like oh this happened in this issue or you know like all that stuff for me music like and that's something that I like I've known since I was a kid so for me music is much more difficult because like I'm aware of songs but I don't know like the name of the song I don't know the artist sometimes I definitely don't know what album that comes from you know, so like for me, music, like discovering music for me now is just like, it's all new, you know, yeah. like 
I buy a record. I don't know what I'm getting into sometimes because when I, like after I bu- I decided I was going to start collecting vinyl, I was like, I'll just buy some of my favorite artists. I'm going to buy some soundtracks from like movies or shows or video games that I like. And then that's going to be like my little collection. Then I'll just play records when I'm like doing my toy photography or I'm just like rearranging my toy collection or whatever. You know, and then the other day or the other week, I went to the record store and I was just like, oh, cheap used records. I don't I don't know any of this, but let's find out what this is. And I just came home that day with like uh, some Japanese punk bands record and like some like reggae thing that I, I've never heard of, you know, but I was just like, oh, cool. I'm discovering new music. You know, yeah. so it's 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 a fun new hobby. I think that's part of it too, is just to kind of go in and go into the discount bins and just dig. Cause that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I, what I used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I total on the podcast, but I had a, I had a pretty good record collection and then it immediately got stolen <laughs> um, <laughs> because I had a storage unit. And if you have a storage unit, please, please don't have it for a very long time. Cause it will get broken into. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. but be careful with that stuff. But I mean, like, yeah, like, um, so a lot of it for me is just kind of rebuilding what I had or what I remembered having. But also it's just like, hey, this looks cool. Cover art looks awesome. I'm just going to buy it. Yeah. Right. And I mean, there there are places that you can, you can, obviously you can look it up on YouTube. You can find the music, but it's also like, it's kind of the thrill of like, hey, let me just put it on and see what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. You know, here's a $2 record and it's pretty, pretty good, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why I like it too. It's just like you just you just start looking for things, and maybe you find a gem, maybe you don't. But still, like it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot of blind boxes if you want to think about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a combination of like blind boxes or blind bags when it comes to toys, or mm-hmm. like it's like more of a because for me, like collecting toys it's it's very much like you go out you usually have an objective you have a figure that you want to buy and then you you do what you can to find it you hit up multiple stores and then you just keep going until you find it and it's very stressful at times you know like for this hobby it's it kind of it's kind of like the exact opposite of that you go just to go and you don't necessarily know what you want but you're there to explore and just like it's a very relaxing process you know it's just like it's the exact opposite of toy toy hunting we're here just like oh cool i didn't know about this let's try this yeah so um yeah and the whole time i was like uh as i became more and more into uh buying records i i'd message grace i'd be like i bought five more records today i was like this is all just research to get into rob's headspace from uh, high fidelity <laughs> because yeah. um for 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 this movie high fidelity for those of you who haven't uh seen it or people who heard about it for the first time this episode 36 minutes ago where i said this is going to be the shortest <laughs> episode ever <laughs> surprise i lied you know john lies all the time <laughs> Okay, it's not lying for lying's sake. It's just no. It's just we make predictions and we're wrong. So it's yeah, fine. I'm just I am no I am no prophet. <laughs> I'm just way off uh, with all of my predictions. But uh, 36 minutes ago, when I said uh, high fidelity, um, this movie is very much about like uh, music, uh, ex girlfriends, and top five lists. That's like the like yeah. two th- like those are the three things that I think about when I think of this movie. 
Um, and then it's it's just how he connects. Like the opening, what the opening monologue or opening few lines of this movie is like comparing heartbreak to music and are we miserable because we listen to pop culture or is pop culture reflecting on like heartbreak and stuff or Mm -hmm. that um (laughs) so yeah it's i feel like it's well i think the the music in the movie like is and again like this is such a fucking good soundtrack but it's Mm -hmm. also like the idea of like here is all of his every he can he can pinpoint certain things in his life because of music and i feel like that too like if i listen to a like a very specific song i remember being in arizona with my sister right Mm -hmm. and spending spending the summer there or like i remember like being at a random like junior high dance or something like that like the when he goes through that thing and he's and and rob is um re reorganizing his music to be chronological mm-hmm. so if he wants to listen to a specific oh, song, no, autobiographical autobiographical yeah then he has to understand like oh if i want to feel this again then i have to remember this memory mm-hmm. and i've I love that idea. I cannot do that because I have a shit memory. But I kind of yeah, do that, same. right. But I kind of do that with books, and I was like, "How amazing!" And then, and then I'll hear a song, and you know, whatever song pops up on the radio, I'll be like, "Fuck, I remember that time!" Right? Yeah. Um, but but I think that's such a cool thing of how like music can bring us back to a time of of just like. Of, of random memory or like I think I was doing this the other day and like Mark does this on his live streams on Twitch it's mm-hmm. like he'll start singing something or bring or they'll start talking about music mm-hmm. and I will be like holy shit I haven't heard that song in so long and <laughs> and you know Mark Mark doesn't care about the DMCA so he's just like I'm gonna play it bitches Fuck yeah. and so he just plays the song and I was like I haven't heard this song literally in like 20 years mm-hmm you know, and I I think, and but I still know all the fucking words. So it's it's stuff like that of just like it becomes muscle memory and it becomes emotional memory mm-hmm. of like. And I think that's why like I love the movie so much is because like this entire thing totally depends on like how you remember things, even if you mm-hmm. don't remember it correctly. Yeah, right? absolutely. And so it's, I don't know. So where were you in your life when you discovered this movie, Grace? Um, early 2000s. I, w- I want to see super early 2000s. When did it come out? Two, early 2000s. So you were there pretty much when it came out. Yeah, I didn't. I don't. Did you see it in theaters? I don't. Oh, God, I don't remember. I don't think I did. Okay. Um. When did this movie? This movie came out what? On it. Uh, it came out two thousand. Okay. Yeah, I think I discovered it um, two thousand two. Like, yeah, my friend was like, "Dude, this is my favorite movie. You've never watched it." And I was like, "No." And then I watched it, and I was like, "This is brilliant." Yeah. Yeah, but it was it was very much in my probably when I was twenty years old, mm-hmm. and I was just like. This movie's amazing. <laughs> 20, 20 year old Grace was just like, yeah. I love this. I love this movie so much. Um, 
I think it it was a little bit of like the idea that you I think what appealed to me is that the idea that you um hang on to these exes in a certain way and it's mm-hmm. not all bad right like, yeah like it's just here are these things that happened right and it didn't work out or whatever and you either learn or don't learn from that relationship and i think the thing is that he doesn't quite understand what he learns from those relationships until laura mm-hmm. right and i th- i think for me that was just i i always loved that idea of like you know what do you take from each relationship what do you leave behind Mm-hmm. And when he does like, I think that was you know twenty year old Grace, and and later on late late twenties, maybe early thirties, of this idea of like doing the the breakup tour. Yeah, the... just like, dude, how amazing would it be to go back and talk about a relationship that completely, like, um, just didn't work out, but you wanted closure and you could talk about it like adults, and and and. I do, you know, some some of the ways that he approaches these women and his ex is not the most adult way, yeah. But like, or sensitive way, or any way, but yeah. <laughs> you know, of just like here, let you want to hash it up, we'll hash it up. We'll be completely honest because that's what we do now. And I mm-hmm. thought that was really cool in in my twenties. Now, hell no, I don't want to. We don't need to have. <laughs> yeah, I know did. why we broke up. It yeah. is fine, but <laughs> I, I understand that, like, why we didn't work out. I don't yeah. need the closure. But yeah. I think you know, for a long time, I thought that was, I thought that was a kind of, you know, because everyone says, "Oh, you need closure," and it's like, no, you just need to let go, right? Like, whatever that means. But I think with this one, it's just the. It, I just liked the way that it looked stupid in his approach, you know, because, and again, like, we're not sure if we're supposed to root for him, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, y- you know, like, rewatching it again as almost, you know, as a fucking 39-year-old, I'm just like, God, Rob, what the fuck is happening with you? Yeah. But also, like, yeah, no, that's exactly how you would do it. Yeah, because... <laughs> It's just, in a way, it's just, like, it's very honest in the way of, like, here's a person who is dealing with heartbreak, doesn't know how to deal with it, and at times, he's not handling it the best. You know, because... I feel like this is his first real heartbreak, but almost, like... Yeah, yeah, because, like, he has, like, his top five, so he's been through it, but he doesn't handle it very well, and each time, he's just, like, at that point, especially in this movie, you're, like, he's thinking... This keeps happening. I have to find out why. Yes, you know, in a very, in a, and at, at times, very selfish, <laughs> selfish way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but it's it's just that thing where, uh, it it's because and it's uh it's for me I I haven't seen, there's not a lot of movies that talks about like heartbreak or um after the relationship, you know. And this does it like several times because there's like I've had this relationship, it did not work out, and and that's where I saw it um, in my life. That's how it came into my life. I was going through my first high school breakup. Oh. It was my first first breakup, and I was like, "Oh, how is this supposed to work?" And then I saw this movie, and I was like, "Okay, 
So you do, you know, it's just like people say, uh, it, you know, people say all the things that they say to you after a breakup. But and then it's just still that thing because I've I've grown up on like movies and pop culture and stuff. So it's it's different from hearing it from people and then seeing a movie about it. So that's why it really resonated with me at the time. So I was just like, okay, I get it. Movie breakup. This like this is a movie about breaking up. But even as like a high school person who has like one relationship at the time, I was just like, cool. I know not to do that at least. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, because I think I was, um, no, I think I was in a relationship when I saw this mm-hmm. and, you know, I just thought it was like the, the appeal of it for me was again, like how he was trying, you know, like realizing he was growing and, and learning from all these things and trying to approach it as an adult. But I thought it was just, I thought it was just really funny. And then the idea of like, he thought he didn't have this quote unquote I don't want to say it was perfect but it was a good like it was a good relationship for him and then mm-hmm. realizing like oh it wasn't that good but it still worked mm-hmm. right yeah and yeah and at the end we're like we're talking about Laura yeah with Laura. yeah and we're uh he's talking about like how at the end he is like uh it, it it uh becomes more important than like that fantasy you have in your head because like through through time it still feels real you know so i I really love that yeah that the fantasy relationships will just always just be fantasy like what you have is what you have right Mm -hmm. but it's kind of interesting like with his top five of like you know like his top five ranges from junior high Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know one a one afternoon kissing fest to like Mm -hmm. laura who's been his main for like many a year i'm assuming many a year and so that's kind of what we're going to try to be doing throughout these next episodes um it's kind of going through that idea of like you know in what point of your point of you know rob's life did he decide like this was something important enough to be in his top five yeah right so like i guess what is her name ash ashley Ashmore, uh, Ashley, junior, Allison, junior high, <laughs> yeah, Allison. Yeah. So that's the one he kind of he 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 says he is the first top five that he names, and she's basically this girl we see under the bleachers, but basically they just kind of hid behind the track and made out. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that was his first kiss. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm wondering like why it was such a. Well, I guess you're in junior high. Yeah. I, f- I think it was uh, from what he was saying, it was uh, important to him because he was just like, this was the first time he was like aware of like being like into girls. He was just like one minute they're like, you don't see uh... them. And then all of a sudden you like, they're everywhere and you can't get them out of your head. So I feel like that was his first time. And then mm-hmm. combine that with like, it's, it's like first time he's like, all of a sudden I can't stop thinking about them. And then I go and then all of a sudden it's that, um, that feeling of like, she's not into me anymore. And then she's making out with someone else. And then he even says, he's just like every store, every other relationship I've had feels like some sort of version of that story. Uh, you know? So, okay. 
Um, well, I think I think the idea of like the first, like that's the first, the first crush, romance, first, right? yeah, the first yeah. crush, right? First crush, and, first relationship. Yeah, and it's like you know, it's junior high. Like, how deep can you? Not to, <laughs> yeah. not to you know, not like, to discredit people in relationships now, junior high people. <laughs> <laughs> kidding it's not real (laughs) (laughs) no because i've known people who have kind of who were the quote-unquote junior high sweethearts who've like gone on to have many a thing but like see like i always feel like and and of course this is true it's just like the romanticized version of like these junior high or high school relationships like i don't know if that's what i was expecting or something because like Dude, my junior high boyfriend was, like, not even my real boyfriend. Like, it was such a weird thing because, like, I think I was in eighth grade. Seventh grade? Mm-hmm. Shit. Seventh grade? I don't even remember. We had, like, those stupid Friday dances that costed, like, you know, $5, 2 to $5, depending if you were a girl or not. Mm-hmm. And all my friends were going. I was not because, you know, I... My mom didn't give me two two extra dollars for my allowance, so I was like, "Okay, I'm fine. I'm gonna go home." But my friends were like, "You should come. Let's find a way to get you there." Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and um, I remember they're like, "Just get in line, and maybe we can talk to the teacher." And I was like, "Whatever. I just want to go home." And then I don't think he was even in my class, but so, like some kid comes up. And he's like, oh, you don't have any money for the dance? I have some extra money. I'll pay for you. And I was like, oh, cool. Thanks. And didn't even think anything of it. And mm-hmm. then my friends in all their white girl glory was like, oh, my God, he has such a crush on you. And I was like, what? He <laughs> like, paid for you to get into the dance. Of course you have to. And I was like, what? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get any of it. And they're like, oh, my God, you should go out with him. Go out with him right now. Ask him to go out right now. And I was like, I can't ask him to go out because I'm a girl. And they're like, oh, my God, no, Grace. It's like the 90s. It's totally progressive. And I was like, <laughs> fucking white girls. And so, <laughs> and so I was like, just do whatever you want. Shut up. I just want to get into the dance. Yeah. And so my friends all kind of rush him and be like, oh, my God, do you like Grace? Because I think she likes you, and I think you guys should go out together. And he was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's a few extra dollars I had. She wanted to be with her friends. I want to be with my friends. Sure. But it was like, oh, my God. You guys should totally go out. You guys look so good together. And it was all that white girl bullshit. And I was like, God. I didn't even know this guy's name. Yeah. We did not know each other. We were in completely different classes. Yeah. And <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so like and we're like, okay, so he comes up and he goes, Hey Grace. And I was like, Hey, sorry, what's your name again? <laughs> he was like, Oh yeah, I'm Chris. And I was like, Okay, cool. Hey. He's like, So, um, do you want to go to the dance together? And I was like, Sure, what does that mean? He goes, yeah. I guess we just hang out together. And I was like, Okay, cool. What's your name again? <laughs> Ah, uh, true romance. <laughs> yeah, and so that was my seventh grade experience. And then, like, uh, after that dance, you know, it kind of went around class that we were boyfriend girlfriend or date. What if? What the fuck did we call it? Because it's not going steady. We're going out. Yeah, and we were going out together. And I was like, okay, cool. 
what does that mean? Like, we didn't know what that meant. Yeah. Right? Because it's fucking seventh grade, and what the fuck does that mean? And so, um, I remember two interactions with, I think we were together for four weeks. And I had two interactions with him. One was we had to go to this field trip. I don't even know where. But I was sitting with my friends and he was sitting with his friends. And then his friends and my friends were like, why aren't you guys like sitting together in the back? And I was like, what? Yeah, what did you what, what? I was like, what do you mean? We're sitting by our friends. He goes, no, yeah. you guys are a couple now. You have to go sit in the back together. And so yeah. we just kind of looked at each other and was like, I guess we're going to the back. And we didn't realize <laughs> that the back was where all the couples made out. Yeah. In the back of the bus. Yeah. And like we just kind of looked at each other and he was like, Do you want to kiss? And I was like, Not really. And he goes, Okay, cool. And we just kind of sat out looking at the window. (laughs) And then my friend, my friend, a boss, and his girlfriend are like, You guys aren't even holding hands. And we just kind of looked at each other and he goes, Okay. And you do that weird, like, not the interlaced hand hold. Oh, it's just like the cup hands? The cup hands. We did the cup hands. No, that's not how you're supposed to hold hands. And so a boss like takes our hands and makes us physically like put our fingers interlaced. And I was like, I don't like the way this feels. And he just kind of looks at me. He goes, is this okay? And I was like, yeah, I guess that's what we're supposed to do. And then the whole time, like we were on the field trip, we just had to walk with each other. And I was like, yeah, still holding hands. (laughs) No, I'm sweaty. Yeah. But that was it. Like, we didn't know each other. We had, like... How did you guys break up? Oh, well... I was going to say, are you still technically together? (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Like, one one day, um, because we had different lunches, Mm -hmm. um, I caught... They let us out, like, a few minutes early for lunch, so I went and caught him at his lunch, and I was like, hey. He goes, hey, how are you? And I was like, um... So we don't see a lot of each other. And he goes, no, not really. And he goes, and I was just like, uh, I think we should break up. And he goes, oh, okay, cool. So um, I'll see you later. And I was like, oh, all right. And he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> that was it. That was it? Wow. <laughs> and it's, oh. and it's just, it's, you know, it's seventh grade. We didn't have, we, we literally did not know each other. We had no classes together. We had no way of communicating. I think yeah. we tried to talk on the phone once, but it was really awkward because I didn't know mm-hmm. what to say. And he was just like, yeah, what's going on? And that was it. So there was no Allison Ashmore experience for me. Like if I saw him eating with another girl, I'd be like, cool. Yeah. I yeah. don't care because I don't know your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As you're breaking up, uh, I don't think we don't see each. What's, what's your name again? <laughs> like seriously, like I don't even re- I don't remember having a whole lot of interaction. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing we ever did was like peck each other on the cheek. Yeah, but it was just like we didn't know each other. Yeah, it was just <laughs> and the dude's just like I just wanted to get her in. I tried to do a nice thing. <laughs> and walked away like that yeah. i don't want to go to this stupid dance the thing is is i don't remember this dance either at all i don't remember anything that happened after it <laughs> like that whole month we were together quote unquote i was like yeah. i remember two interactions and that's it <laughs> uh, middle school and one life. of them is us breaking up <laughs> <laughs> And awkwardly holding cup hands. Yeah, dude, I don't 
didn't want to hold his hand. Yeah. I was like a baby gay. I was like trying to figure out what was going on with men right at that point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who are you? What does this mean? What? <laughs> I'd always love like the idea, like just holding hands like like the cupping like the the not in, like the cupping hands as we've called it. Yeah. I imagine it's like how Legos hold hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. You know, it's That's great. Do, I love it. Like who made up all these rules and like why was I not allowed to be part of it? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't I don't know. Like I always wondered that about like that too. It's just like maybe it's because like I'm an only child. But I was like, how do how do kids know how to do this? I like I don't like are like is older brothers and sisters supposed to tell you about this or Dude, is like an older kid? My brothers and sisters definitely not. Yeah, like, I, I had older cousins who I mean, lived with us. I mean, like, we all lived in a house, but no one, older cousins didn't say a thing. So, I, as an older cousin to younger cousins, I didn't say anything. I don't want to be all, like, hey, do you know about this? Because I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, and, and it's also, like, okay, so it's junior high. You're barely learning about yourself, what's mm-hmm. going on with your emotions and all this stuff. And then at the same time, and it was weird because, like, you either were were on different spectrums. Like you were like me who didn't know what was going on, or you were like my other friends who were like on their second baby. Yeah. So it's just it's like no one was telling us anything. Yeah. <laughs> Very clearly. And it's you know junior high, dude. I don't even it's know your name, but apparently we're going for that. <laughs> yeah. you, and you wonder why I don't know like, as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> when we start going out i'm like oh fuck it. i thought we were already man <laughs> yeah. see i th- okay so in that regard of like <laughs> what rob said of like usually your first relationship kind of sets the pace for like how the rest of your relationships go <laughs> <laughs> well at least now i know their names <laughs> yeah that's the main thing that's your what take away from your first story you're like find out their names <laughs> i think my my first takeaway is just like to get to know the person first before like yeah. anything happens right and that's- yeah actually like the person yeah. as opposed and to I, your friends being like i guess i'm supposed to count him as a first boyfriend but like nothing ever happened mm-hmm. and so it's like do it, when when does it become like your first quote-unquote relationship mm. Right? Or yeah. is this like, oh, you were just there <laughs> in because the same I, yeah, space? Because they, they even bring that up in the movie where, mm-hmm. like, Rob, John Cusack's character, considers that to be his first girlfriend. But then uh, Allison? Yeah. Ashmore, right? Allison. Allison. She's just like, when Rob reconnects with her and he's just like, hey. With her, with her mother. With her mom, yeah. And he's just like, hey, I was... Uh, I'm Rob, her first boyfriend, and she's like, nope, that's impossible. Because she met her first boyfriend in junior high. They started dating, they got married, and here we are. And Rob is just like, even arguing with the mom, is just like, no, that's not true. I met her two days before I, he did, yeah. and we kiss. So technically, I'm, I'm the first, first boyfriend. boyfriend. <laughs> I love how the mom's just like, uh-huh, okay, bye-bye oh, now. <laughs> okay, bye-bye, Bob. <laughs> So it's like when do you when do you count when does it count I guess and for yeah. him it counts because that's the first real express expression, yeah, of 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 attraction for him, mm-hmm. right? Because he's just like, oh, here's this girl, 
Yeah. But then also, like, it's his first real heartbreak. And, like, one of my favorite, it's a horrible line, but it's my favorite line of, like, oh, the when, kid? The, when the kid, <laughs> when his friend shows him that Allison is quote unquote cheating on him with the other guy, yeah. she, he just goes, slut. <laughs> <laughs> so bad so uncertain like if he's supposed to call her that but he's trying to show like solidarity for his friend who's just been like slut (laughs) yeah (laughs) his uncertainty and the timing of it is just so fucking good where i'm just like oh it's so funny and i thought that was so hilarious (laughs) i crack up every time every time it's so hard it's so hard not to and you're just like oh Okay. It's like twelve year old calling another twelve year old. It's like this is horrible, but oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. <laughs> but yeah, what about you? Um, near experiences, sort of so, experiences. So for me, I didn't have a girlfriend in junior high. Like I said, my first girlfriend was like senior year of high school. Mm. Um. Like, I'm a I, I'm a late bloomer. I'm very much looking forward to blooming. Um, but <laughs> uh, for junior high, I remember it was like, and again, this isn't a relationship, but it feels like it's one of those things that really sets the, like the pace for all future relationships for me. Mm-hmm. Because again, it's it's dealing with uncertainty, but just in a different way. Um, I remember like I. I really like this girl and we were like talking, we would, we, we, we were talking and we joke around like all year throughout the class. And like, we had one class together and every time we were like, we talk and it was always cool. Um, but I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what to do with that. Like, I was just like, it was just that uncertainty of just like, I don't know how to ask someone out. I don't know what to do. You know, and then like you can always get your white girlfriends to tell for you. <laughs> I didn't have any of those unfortunately. Your white friends to be like, hey, what's your name? Cool. Yeah. You should date them now. <laughs> God. But I remember I was just like so uncertain. And then like I was it was just for me, it was just like because I did grow up on like on a heavy diet of like pop culture and like rom rom com movies. Oh yeah. So I was like, I need to ask her out, but it needs to be big. It needs to be it needs to be a thing. You know, I was like, I don't know how to do that though. I was just like, I, I how 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 does one do this? Mm-hmm. So I kept thinking about it and thinking about it and just waiting until next thing I know, it's the last day of school. <laughs> oh. So I I was just like, you know what? This is perfect. In my head, I was like, I don't know why I thought that, but I was just like, this is perfect. Because like it's it's scary, you know, especially if it's your first time. And I was just like, I'm gonna ask her out. But if she says no, it's the last day of school, so I could not see her. Oh. And then no, she can't tell anyone. And by the time they make fun of me for it it's the end of summer already and it's three months ago, (laughs) you know, like that's how my brain worked. So I was like, okay, that's okay. Now's the perfect time. So I remember like the whole time for like that one hour class we had with each other. I was just like, how do like, and I still, at that point still haven't solved the Rubik's cube uh, of how to ask someone out still haven't to this day. So I was just like, like, mm -mm. 
you, you, <laughs> you just go out. <laughs> yeah, it was like it's, <laughs> you just start hanging out. <laughs> No time for these formal talks. Yeah, and then after a while, you're like, we we, we together, and you're like, yeah, and then that's yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Problem solved. We dating? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you for your understanding. <laughs> so I was just sitting there, and I was just like, okay, and I was just like, I should get her to sign my yearbook. Mm. <laughs> and then I was just like. And I'll I'll get her to sign my yearbook, and then if she signs anything, um, like she puts a joke in there, and then I'll make a joke about what she says, and then I'll ask her out. I was like, solid plan, me, <laughs> solid plan. Yeah. So I give her my yearbook. Oh, you said in the yearbook though. Oh. No, I didn't. So okay. she 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 gets me to sign her her yearbook. I was just like. No, she she didn't because she didn't have a yearbook. So I give her my yearbook, and then she was she was, I was just like, "Hey, can you sign my yearbook?" She's like, "Yeah, of course." And then she she signs my yearbook, and she's like really cool and funny about it. And then she she hands it back to me, and she had like a like a sense of humor I I I didn't really get at some points. So she gave me my yearbook, and then it just says, "Hey, really cool getting to know you this year." Um, but um, I'm I, like. I'll keep your thing. Uh, uh, she's like, but I, I won't tell anyone. It'll be our secret. Ha ha. See you next year. So <gasps> at that point, I was just like, already in my brain, I was already very confused. If I like, as a middle schooler, you get that. You're like, oh, confusing. As an adult today, I get that. I'm like, oh, still confusing. <laughs> so I read that and I was like, what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> you know? So I was just like, I was like, 20 minutes left before the class. I was like, do I go with the plan? Do I still, but what does this mean? You know? So it became that thing where I was like, I don't know what, what does this mean? And then class ended and then she's just kind of hanging out there, like waiting. And then I was just like, I'll see you later. And then I leave. And then the whole time I was just like, it's okay. I'll, I'll get her. I'll find her at lunch or after school. And then she was like, I leave. And I was just like talking to my friends about it. It's kind of like that high fidelity scene where I was like, I had one friend at the time. And I was like, what does this mean, dude? What does this mean? And she's like, <laughs> you have an inside joke? I was like, yeah, but I don't know what this means. And she's just like, do you have a secret? And I was like, no. And he's like, dude, you, you can tell me. I'm not going to. I was like, no, I really don't know what she's talking about here. So. I was just like, whatever. It's probably a weird joke that I don't understand. So the rest of the day, I was just like, I just got to find her. I just got to, I got to, I got to find her. I'll ask her out. So it became like the third act of a rom-com where like six period. Yeah. Six period rolls around and I'm just feverishly running around campus just being like, I got to find her. And like in my head, I was just like, it's going to be like that rom, like a rom-com where like, I'm going to like see her in the parking lot or something. She's about to get into her parents' car. I'm like, wait. And then I, I tell her, I like, you want to go out? And then we have the best summer and it's amazing. Uh, that's not how it happened. I just kept running around <laughs> and I never found her. So, yeah, that's the uncertainty of my first Wait, middle did school. It, what did it say? It said it's been nice knowing you. It's, it's, it's been nice getting to know you, but I won't tell. I, I still have my yearbook. Oh, it's in storage. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but it's it's pretty much that. It's like it's it's been nice getting to know you, but I won't tell people about. I forgot the exact phrase that came next, but she's like, "It'll be our secret." Ha ha! And then she signed her name. Oh, so I don't know what the fuck that means. Still. So, yeah. But in my brain, I was like, it's a rom-com. It's the third act. Running around school. Did you just never see her again after that? Uh, I saw her again. But, like... It was different. It was different. I was just like, I never figured out what that mystery was. Or, you know, like, we talked less. So, it just felt... It did feel different, you know? And, like, we were much old. Like, not much older because it was still... Like, I think it was, like, high school when I saw her next. I think she was dating someone already, so it was just, and then I moved away, so. Um, yeah, I never really got to talk to her about that, but that, <laughs> that is my middle school story. See, that's the thing, and I think that's still a thing with a lot of us, of, like, not asking a question. It's just like, oh, fine, cool. Is that how you feel? Awesome. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my story. Well, at least you actually knew her, and there was some type of, you know, even if there wasn't like a fully fleshed out relationship, there was still something there versus me getting, I don't even, I still don't know his full name. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, <laughs> it's okay. It's yeah. junior high. We're allowed. It's junior high. And like, I wish I could say these moments are uh, pivotal for growth, but uh, this kept happening. <laughs> so tune in for future episodes where we keep talking about <laughs> all of our awkward relationships. Sometimes maybe not in uh, as much uh, detail, uh, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Is there anything else we want to talk about story-wise or share uh, for this episode? That's it. Just, if you haven't seen High Fidelity, please watch it. We are you have very many weeks to continue watching <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, but we are going to be talking, having a little more looser podcast where we kind of talk about ourselves and how the Cusack movie has jumped, has, not jumped, like oh god, what is that word? Jump started something. Yeah, and we're using it as a vehicle yeah. to something uh, that we want to talk about. And yeah. for some reason, we want to talk about exes for the next two <laughs> months. Yeah. <laughs> so we might not be uh, directly bothering our exes, but uh, here we are sharing it with the rest of uh, you all here <laughs> and uh, well, we'll bear witness. I think that's also one you. of the things of High Fidelity is one of my it, reasons of liking it so much is because you have to go back and like re-examine those relationships in a way that makes you better for the next one or the mm-hmm. one that you're in right and yeah. i think that's that's a good thing this assessment of who, yeah who you are right even though like again and we've said this before on the on the podcast but like rob's not the best guy yeah he's uh yeah, he's not the. <laughs> yeah, you know, I... there are times where you're like, okay, you're charming. Uh, I like you because you're John Cusack, but I, the way you're acting, I could definitely see why. Uh, you are in the predicament that you're at right yeah. now, Rob. Like the, this character of Rob is just he's 
he's a funny guy and i think that's that's one of the things of like why we're we're we love this movie is because like we want you want to root for him because like you know he's the main guy but at the same time you're like wow you're a dick yeah (laughs) but also like you see a lot of yourself in it Mm -hmm. in different degrees right whether you're rob or whether you're one of the ex yeah one of the exes you're just like oh okay (laughs) for for this film um do you relate the uh most to any of the five exes Uh, i think i see a little bit of myself in in a good chunk of them right Uh um i see my myself a little bit in penny um i hope i'm not a charlie but you know i'm pretty sure i'm somebody's charlie um and i i do see myself in sarah at points in my life (laughs) (laughs) you know Um, yeah yeah i think i think that's the point too is that you're supposed to see yourself as an ex as well right Mm -hmm. um because rob is all of their exes right they are one ex in their lives where he's going through the majority of his top five. So it's like, you know, I, I kind of see myself in about like three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are parts of myself that I see in these exes, but I don't think there's one ex where I'm like, that's me. Yeah. You, you know? know, and I, and I think there's, there's also like other people in here that you see yourself in, like, you know, Rob's friends or like, um, Laura's friends like you just kind of see yourself in various spaces in this movie and I think that's why I like it is like I can connect to almost everybody in there Mm -hmm. and just and you know find a way to like oh I get where you're coming from you don't get that whole lot in other movies right like you don't connect to the bad guy but like what happens when like there is no quote unquote bad guy yeah (laughs) sorry no, no, because I was gonna, I was just gonna say like oh if you and it's I know we're talking about Allison but like if you're looking through Laura's lens at this guy like what do you do with that you know mm-hmm. and so that's yeah I definitely see all all the corners of this movie mm-hmm. especially there's such a variety of exes. Yeah, you know, they're not like all the different. Same. They're all different. They're all different times in uh, Rob's life. So yeah. at some point, there's you're bound to connect with one of those exes, whether you're like, I was that person, I dated that person, you know. <laughs> um, well, I, I think also the idea of like that they're all this, they're all different. Mm-hmm. I kind I like that idea because like everyone's like, oh, you have a type, you have a type, blah blah blah. Like clearly, you if you did this and went through. You know, your, your your top five. Yeah, your top five. Of course, they're going to have somewhat similarities, but they're going to be completely different, right? And I love how completely different these are. It's like, because mm-hmm. um, you don't want to have the same relationship over and over and over. Yeah. Right? Same relationship, just trying over and over again, because isn't that like what they say is like the definition of like insanity? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, and yeah, you just keep trying. A different outcome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so. like, you know, you see him try all these different things, and I think that's that's you know that's the f- the fun of it, 
mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, is just seeing him go through these relationships and how he reacts to them. Yeah. Right? And finding your way of like, hmm, okay. Do you have a top five? Like, well, um, well, like top five that I would do a tour with? Or or not even like a tour, but just like, you know, like in, in the way that we, we told our stories today, where you're like, I have these five exes or top five like relationship oh, things, kind of like what we did today, where they're not really relationships, but they're these moments or these people who you have in your life who... Um, not not necessarily want to connect with, but they've made an impact in your life that kind of shaped uh, how you view relationships or like how you moved forward from relationships. Yeah, I think I have I have moments. Mm-hmm. You know, not all of them are fully fleshed Full out on relationships. relationships. Yeah, but I think yeah. there are top top five moments. I'm not entirely sure if I've. Yeah. I would say so, yeah. That either made me grow or that that stuck in my mind of like, ooh, let's not do that shit again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that, you know, I know that a lot of people are like, um, you know, may not have a whole lot of quote unquote what they want to say is experience, but I think there are moments in their lives of like, yeah, they're there are things that make them grow as mm-hmm. a potential partner. Yeah, definitely. And that's what we'll be exploring this season. <laughs> for the first two and a half months. Be ready yeah. for that. Two and a half months of us looking back at all of our <laughs> foolishness. <laughs> what better way to start the new year of moving forward by looking back? Well, I mean, you have to look back, right? Yeah. You, you you have to. <laughs> you have to. That's what we do. Yeah. But I think that's what this movie does is like it allows you to look back in a different perspective. Like he's looking yeah. back at his junior high, quote unquote, relationship as a, how old is he supposed to be in here? Um, Late 20s? Late 20s, maybe 30s. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And why don't we, you know, if you're going to do a retrospective, you might as well do it. At that age. Yeah. It's your quarter life crisis. Yeah. Any fucking age. Any fucking age. (laughs) Just don't hit up your exes. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that, though. Yeah. That's the one thing I was just like, oh, don't do that. That's, that, well, I mean, that's part of the charm of the movie. And the book is the, the, the hardcore, like, cringe. Yeah. That comes on, right? Um, yeah, because it gives us that thing where it's like what you it it's like I don't know that that fantasy where you're like not necessarily fantasy, but it gives you that freedom to do the thing that you part of you might want to do, but you know you don't you shouldn't do. Yeah, you know where you're just like, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah, like to talk. That. Part of you is like, I'd like to talk to my exes under certain circumstances. If 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 you know, but for this, you're just like with all of that gone. And if you're like, all of this be damned, let me talk to my exes and find out why. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 an interesting car wreck to watch. Yeah. Something and that I, you don't want to be involved in, but you're like, <laughs> cool, someone I, did it. I think there's that thing of like, you know, he goes through and I've, I've pretty much asked myself that too. Of like, why aren't these relationships working out? And the common denominator is you, right? 
Mm-hmm. And so he's just like, what is it about me? And then, you know, at some point, it is about him and it isn't about him. Right? Because he's, mm-hmm. you know. But I think that's the thing of the movie is like, oh, it's it's not about me. That absolves me of all bullshit. And then when he finds out it is about him, he's like, I got to take care of my own shit. Yeah. And I think that's, you know. Again, this movie changes every time I watch it, but like the last time we watched it, I was just like, God, this movie's so fucking good. That's all I could like cling on to, you know? Yeah. I was just like, ah, this movie's so good. It's so good. It's like, it's so funny. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're watching it with Mark, who hasn't watched it at all. This is his first time. And he was just cringing. And he, I was just like, ha <laughs> It was it was one of those watches where we were like halfway watching the TV, halfway watching his reaction because we knew, we knew, we knew it was coming. <laughs> he was confused. <laughs> so you get and to listen to good. that at a later date, but it's just, yeah. it's a it's a fun time. <laughs> it's a fun time for all, except for Mark. Yeah. <laughs> he was stressed. Yeah, but um, that's for the, that's what you know how like they start a season and they're like this season on and then they have like a fucking clips and shit of what's coming <laughs> <laughs> that's our one clip because that's our only thing that we know for certain is a lot of high fidelity and somewhere in there's a sprinkle of mark so look forward to that uh everyone um i have officially lied and said this will be a short episode this is a normal it's one of our longest <laughs> It's our, no, it's not our longest, but it's, no, it's definitely it's, one it's of, a normal no, episode. Normal episode. We went in yeah. with the ambition of, oh, we're only gonna have like 45, 30 minutes. It's like, no, we're gonna talk about the whole fucking thing. Yeah. That's so, good. So there you go, everyone. Um yeah. uh towards the end of last season, I've had uh difficulty closing out the episode <laughs> because I forgot how I'm supposed to close out the episode. Um so shit, now I don't even know. I don't if it was bad that when I was doing it week to week, it's bad now where I took a month off. Uh, that's why I had like one of those uh, false endings where I was like, anything else to say? And then we started talking about something else. I was For just like 20 minutes. Yeah. 20 minutes. I was just like, I don't know how to end it. So um, let's just start fresh and pretend that there's nothing else that came before this, because this is the start of season two. So this is how we're going to close out season two. Um, nope. Episode nope. That's one, not season it. Two. <laughs> not the whole season. Yeah, next next week it's season three. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you for tuning in to the High Fidelity We Do Whatever the Fuck We Want season. <laughs> My name is John. And I'm Grace. And we'll see you guys next week. I'm keeping it simple because I don't know how else to do it. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>